stack, one of the stacks, into either that office or, th- or this room, just to make more room for everybody. However, a few things before we start learning inside. One is, like I said before, Jack's yard site. We're learning in memory of Jack today, two years. And also, um, the chaver that weren't, that didn't get a chance to, um, to um, listen to yesterday's segment we did of Reb Chaim's Torah. 20 minutes. Kedai. Very to the point. Very meduyak. <coughs> I myself got a lot, a lot, a lot from it. Ooh, I got so much from it. Actually, here are the papers, whoever wants. This is what we were learning yesterday. Very, very special. Also, I don't know if it happened during the Sa'uda or after the Sa'uda, or maybe it happened like three weeks ago at Mamash. But someone, was it my, my brother-in-law brought me a new Haggadah? Was it Gershon? I think it was my brother-in-law brought me a new Haggadah that they have the Haggadah of the Piyasetzda. Did you guys see this? guy from Neve Daniel put it out. You know him, Amots. Put out this Haggadah, took from all the Sfarim of the Piyasetzda Rebbe, all the Torahs on Pesach, 
and he put it out in the Haggadah, it looks incredible. It looks incredible. That's Kedai. Rav Weinberger also has a Haggadah out. I don't know what it's called, but Pomerantz is bringing, is bringing it here tomorrow. So if whoever wants to get in on that, give, it, give them a call. That's always, that's always Chazak. Okay, let's go right there. This is strong times between Geula and Geula. Daf Lamed Dalet, please. Page Lamed Dalet. Daf Lamed Dalet. Page Lamed Dalet. So, it's been a few, it's been two weeks since we learned this because we were learning Purim last week, week before I was away. The Rebbe told us, if a person wants to start from a good place where to develop the power of strengthening long thoughts, start with things that are chazak, chazak, chazak. Don't start with things that happen once in a while. Start with things that you're, you're ragil, to, that you're ragil in, that you're, things that you're, you're accustomed to. And um, not things that you do every single day, but things that happen frequent. Like what? Shabbos, Shabbos and Yantiv, the Rebbe said, take times of Shabbos and Yantiv to develop the, the whole matter of lengthening and developing strong thoughts. And we, it's not, for now, it's for last year, because we went very, very much, very, very deep into it, and we're starting from the page of top of Lamed Dalet. לפי זה שתי מעלות טובות תעלנה לך מן התרחבות והתחזקות מחשבתך של קדושה. Two great things will happen to you. When you widen and strengthen holy thoughts that you have inside of you. אחת, שהתרגשויות הקדושות הרבות מנפשך לא תאבדנה לריק מבלי לראותן ולהרגישן. A beautiful thing he says is that you won't stop to... Uh, what, he was, what he was saying as an issue earlier in the Sefer was that we have holy moments all the time, but they come in and they pass, and they don't even have any impression on us. They don't do anything to us. We have moments of feeling very chazak, very connected, very kadosh, but it's like in one ear, out the other, in and out, without even having anything, doesn't do anything to us. He says, when you develop the skill to be able to lengthen and strengthen machshavot kadoshot, all those moments that were going in one ear, they don't go out the other ear. They, they, they rest. They rest inside. It does more to you than just, okay, it, it was occurring to me. That's one thing. They'll actually have an effect, like Shabbos will actually have an effect on you. The Kedusha of Shabbat will actually do, it, it, it won't just be, how is yeah, Shabbos? You know, good one. It went through something, something happened inside of you. And then it says, he says, not only that, it'll start to spread through your body. Now, what does it mean that a holy thought spreads through your body? What do you think that means? You become light, light on your feet. Yeah. Physically. It's a physical experience. A machshavak dosha, totally. This machshavak dosha permeates all of you, and suddenly kvedut, which is the sheker, which is mamash, the sheker that tells you, you have to be kaved, you, be, you have to feel heavy, you have to feel the weight of everything, it changes. Lifting. Yeah, it gets mamish removed. And the physical experience you have is a totza'ah of a hitchaskut machshavak dosha. The more holy, and you see this by, by very holy people. On the one hand, yeah, they're carrying the whole world on their shoulders in a certain way. And on the other hand, they're able to somehow operate with like the, as like the lightest feather blowing in the wind. This, he says, is the first result 
of this avodah kedusha of hitrachvut magvasha. Ve'abet, fifth line. Ve'abet shegam b'sha'a she'en nafshecha mitoreret me'atzmecha tuchal ata b'machshavotecha chazakot v'arachavot le'orer ota. Now this is the key. This is the key. That even when you are not, you know, an automatic up zone, autopilot, <laughs> autopilot right? That you can actually awaken yourself up. And you're not waiting for moments to happen anymore. You could choose to say, right now I want to be on. And we're going to give you the, the tools to develop this button, this on button. How do I turn on the on button that right now I want to swim in the, in the production of my hitchaskut ha-machshavot ha-kdoshot? Can you imagine living like that? I don't just wait for it to happen, but I actually, the Rebbe says, yesh po'inyan, that I can activate a certain button. Now, there's, a, there's an Amalek voice behind that Torah. What's that voice that like, wants to like, downplay what I just said? What the Rebbe just said? You think you're that holy? Or, yeah, or... Do you think that, like, that's what this is about? Like, buttons? Like, it's either you're in, or you're not. And the Rebbe says, you call it out for what it is. There is an art, there is a skill that we have to develop. And he's basically going to tell us, it's basically the seeds I was planting in Chovata Talmidim, the book for the children. I was trying to plant these seeds in them when they were younger, to say to them, and he says there, you are your greatest Rebbe. You are your greatest Mechanech. He says, throughout the Sefer, what do you think the Rebbe is telling children in Chovas Talmidim when he's telling them, you're your greatest mechanech? Don't wait to go to a shir to get turned on. Don't wait to hear Musr to get your act together. You are your greatest mechanech. You are your greatest educator. You can do this, but you have to learn the avoda of turning on the button on your own and don't just wait for someone to come and turn you on. Big avoda. Whew. Amazing. Amazing. I'd say that the chinuch sometimes even works opposite. They tell you, you know, if you're coming to something on your own, then, you know, go check the kashras. It's probably not so... No? You hear that, you hear that voice a little bit, no? But we say, you know, in Davin, we say, Elokeinu, Elokeinu. Yeah, but first it's... 100%. Yeah. Zekeili v'anveil. Yeah, yeah. You can replay and recall certain emotional stimuli that have happened to you. You can reignite that flame that was once on, the fire went out, but you can actually rekindle that flame of something that you already have an experience of. What's a good example of this? Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Well, what's on Wednesday night? This past Wednesday night. This past Wednesday night. Ah, very good. Let's, 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 Shachar, we're just talking about this. Okay, so what, what happened for you? What happened for you? What was the heat truck? What was the heat truck? I felt like I was in a different different place. Of? Give a little bit of a label so that we can use it. Dvikut? Yeah. Yafeh. We're sitting at the Tish, Purim night. It's Dvikut. Yafeh. You know that it exists. It's not happening right now. <coughs> but this morning, Shachris didn't turn me... It wasn't... It wasn't a... Right? So what is he saying now? Tap into that feeling that you had when you were there on Wednesday night and 
allow that to bring you back to have that feeling? What do you have to have in order to be able to tap into that feeling that happened a few nights ago? What do you need? You have to believe that it was real? That's Aleph. But you, I think that you have to dive in right, you know, in the moment to say, I'm, I know that it exists, and I just want more of that, Hashem, because that kept me close to you. It's got to be a dibur about it, not just in your mind. I want to go back there. Verbalize it. He says that in other places. It's kind of something that you can, might be able to apply to other places in your life. Like, let's say, God forbid, uh, a, a couple is not doing well, right? They're having, like, marriage troubles or something. Think about, you know, the education that they took last year or when they got married or something like that. It's, it's those things that you hold on to that like, right. keep you going, hopefully. That's how Reb Shlomo explained Yehuda coming before Yosef or Hashem, where he said, Vaigash Elav Yehuda, the Midrash says, Atasetali Mitzaititzreni, meaning, can we go back to a place when before all this balagan happened? Can you remember that once upon a time it was like, it was vacation, it was good? Especially in those moments. But you need to be about, you need to be a you need to be about, you need to be the Vaigash Elav, Ela Nekuda Pnimit, you know, it's very hard. But that's the goal, yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. Bechol Hashana, now the Rebbe says something here. I never saw any, any Rebbe say the following. Bechol Hashana Tuchal Avir Becha et Hayir A Shelat Kias Berosh Hashana. You, with this methodology, what you could do, there's a word in English that I don't, I'm trying to find, which is kind of like re, con, re, connected to the moment, relive. It is that, and it is that, but it's like re-experiencing, there's a word, I don't know what it is right now. Reignite. Well, reignite is actually what the word that he uses, yeah. But it's possible. It's possible that if you were one with the moment of Tkiyas Shofar this year, mm-hmm. can anyone remember that moment before Tkiyas this year? Relive the moment. Huh? Relive that moment. Relive that moment. Reignite it. Yeah, it's all these words are true. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just in my head. It's just trying to block me. You can, you can be still be flying off of Ni'ilah's Hashem Elokim. If you are a person that's engrossed in the Avoda of hitchaskut ha-machshavot, of strengthening the power of, of thought. And he's going to explain in a second what that means, actually. What does that mean to, what does that mean to strengthen the power of thought? What, think about something a lot? It's not exactly that. He's going to explain it. Ubechol yom tochal le'alhiv becha et ha'avadcha la'ashem u'letorato ve'la'avodato sh'ayta lecha besukot sh'min yatzer esemchaz Torah Pesach Shavuos. You have all these moments during the year that hopefully, play, hopefully were very pivotal and they had a Rishimu on you, they had a certain impression on your neshama, he's saying, why would you limit it just to when those mom- while those moments were happening? I think that's what Yiddishkeit's about, just limiting it to those moments while they're happening. Mapiton, they're there for you all year long. But you have to learn how to recall them. You have to learn how to... It's like uh, I just saw one a, a player that I thought was... I haven't followed... Uh, a certain team for a while, and then I saw a headline, oh, the, I'm even forgetting which team it was, a recalling so-and-so from the D-League. I was like, I didn't even know he, he, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess my brother and I are always like, Baruch Hashem, when we see things that like, we realize we're not holding so much, it's like, it's a good thing. <laughs> that we're not, we're not holding as much as we used to. You're recalling, he had, he had a, he, and this guy was a pro, so in our minds, 
Our experiences, b'shat ma'aseh, while they're happening, we're pros. Tukiyah shofar, we're pro. The year goes by, I go to the D-League. The D-League is kilo, not, you know, the, not the professional. Not, 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 the, it's like the minor leagues give you out, right? Lehavdil, I never compare baseball and basketball. Shai. Lehavdil Recalling it. It's being recalled back. How, how do you recall it back? He's going to give us the art. This is a book of the how. This is not the book of Musa of what you should do, it's how you do it. So look at this. Umeata. Second paragraph. Look at what the Sfarim. All the Sfarim are speaking about so much the, the incredible value and how precious it is to work on the Indian of thought, of the way we think. They, they keep on warning us. And they keep on telling us that our avodah, who we are as people, is all dependent on where we are in our mind. Remember? Not Ram Das's Chiddush. <laughs> Be here now. This is... And it's not the Baal Shem Tov's Chiddush either. Sorry, were you okay with that? <laughs> it's not the Baal Shem Tov's Chiddush either, right? This is something that the tzaddikim are speaking about for, 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 for many, many years. That lo yazor, wherever you are in your, in your train of thought, puts you in the place that you're eventually going to act out. This is not a, a chiddush. Rak al-machshava chazaka kazo kavanatan. They're talking about a real strong kavana. What kind of... What, uh, what, oh, sorry, a real strong machshava. Like what? Machshava asher gam hitrakshuyot ha'ish af hitlavuto haynu kol etzem ha'ish batluya. The types of thought that determine your experience in this world. What type of thought can determine your experience in this world? Do you know how many thoughts we have that go in and out all day long that don't determine our experiences in the, in the world? Why? Because we don't give it any room to grow. Halavai, that should be the truth with every perverted thought that comes into our mind. In, out, never gave it a second. Didn't give it any uh, growing room. So we have thoughts like that all along. The only problem is, is that that happens a lot with holy thoughts too. With Kodesh thoughts too. And didn't give it any room to grow. Didn't, didn't, uh, you know, I, I didn't le'atsev. I didn't uh, design it. I didn't do anything with it. In and out. Gone. Klomar. Lishmor et amachshava mikol ra. You know, and this is amazing. We're learning Parshas Tzav, right? We're learning Parshas Tzav. What is, according to, according to the Rishonim, why do, why do I bring a Korban Ola over? Huh? According, I bring korban ola over a bad thought. It's not even that I did an action. And yet I have to bring a korban ola over a bad thought. Can you imagine how many korban olas would be needed today? <laughs> Just for a bad thought, I have to bring a korban ola? It's not even, not, even a bad, not even a bad action, a bad thought. So therefore he says like this, Klomar. You gotta guard the thought from anything bad. Whether we like it or not. Hirhur, you know what a hirhur is? It's not even like a really a thought, it's like a moment of contemplation in and out. 
Kid Hur. You can't really control what, what you think, what comes, the first thing that comes into your head. I mean, you can, if you train yourself over a period Bishat of time. Bishat Maaseh, you're right. But that's what he's saying. Don't wait, Bishat. Exactly. Don't wait for Bishat's mindset to control the first thought that comes into your mind. But how do you set up the stage? Like, what are you setting the, what are you setting the, you know? Be immersed in things that are bringing the, the good thoughts and not. Because, because, it's true, because you can't generally control Lechatchila, what goes on, in, what goes on in your mind all the time, especially initially. But if I set myself up like the famous Masha, you know, if you go, if you walk into a store of perfume, but you have, and even if you have no intention to buy, you walk out smelling like perfume, right? That's how a certain that's how a certain big rav convinced me not to go to a certain yeshiva. He's, I said I want to just go there for smicha. They have a two year program. It works. It was it was a rav you mentioned yesterday actually. I'm not mentioning names. And uh, he said to me, he said, "Listen, I know you'll get smicha, but you're gonna you're gonna end up smelling like the yeshiva, whether you like it or not." And his bruch Hashem was an amazing. Bechira, I was 21, I'm 41, but then definitely. Yes? The question is, is how do we control, we can't control our environment. We can't control... You can choose your environment. But every day we go uh, to buy, I mean, you go into the store, or you, how do you control everything around you? How do you control the thoughts of other individuals that will... Pay no, 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 no. Nothing to do with anybody else, but I saw, you know, you can't control, you can barely control yourself. <laughs> it's, the avoda here is not about anything, but I do say like this, the Rambam says, the greatest influence on person is his sviva, is his environment. That's why the first thing Hashem told the first Jew was, change your location. Because the location that you're at, Avram Avinu, is, is, this is damaging to you. So you have to choose your environment very carefully. That's definitely a thing. To what extent? That's already, you know, these are the questions I get every single day from people that are thinking of moving to Efrat, but because of the rep, the, 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 the rep, it's like, but I don't know. They say about Efrat kids, I'm always, I'm always like, yeah, and by you, it's all smooth sailing. But, but even Avraham Avinu, I mean, we're talking about when he went to Mitzrayim, and, and there, were other, there were other cases of even though he was taken out of his initial environment, mm-hmm. the environment around him that he has no control over, even though he tried to surround himself with in, in the proper environment, <coughs> how, do you, how do we control that from coming into our minds? First of all, again, you can't control an environment. You can choose to be in a certain environment. Right. But when the Torah Badafk Avram Avinu is that he knew very well the danger of the environment that he was going into. Okay. And therefore, what does he say to his wife right as they're about to go down to this dangerous environment? What does he say to him? Tell me my sister. Huh? Tell him you're my sister, right? Imrina right. What does the Ishbitzer say? The Hilga Ishbitzer? He says that a man and wife can get divorced. A brother and sister can never get divorced. He knew he was going to the depths of darkness where everything perverted will come into, the, into your face. So he wanted to elevate the level of love that he had with his wife to a place that cannot be reversed, which is, which is ki'ilu level of love between brothers. He was very conscious. So what are we learning from that? I mean, I just gave you a very long, long Yisharim Torah in a nutshell. But basically, what do we learn from that? That, yeah, we, 
Listen, Olam Hazeh is a bad environment. It's not my chap, it's the Gemara's chap. Noach lo adam shalom nivra. This world is a bad environment. However, my job is to detect, to the best of my ability, what I need to do to, to, to safeguard my thoughts. There's no guarantees. I got to do my best. I got to do my ishtadlis. No guarantees. In the Beis Amikdash, people were fighting with each other. and You could be on Harabayit. That's why I won't go up to Harabayit yet. I'm petrified of my machshava when I go up there. That's, that's the reason. As a Kohen, I'm, I'm very, very, very nervous for my mental well-being of going up there. Because of my, how, how my machshava can stay where I really need it to be untouched when I'm up there and seeing, seeing what goes on. So you have to, Hashem gave us a head, a cup, you got to open up your eyes and see what's happening and determine for yourself what's good and what's bad. To the best of our ability. Okay. Fourth line from the bottom of this paragraph. This is an important line. Everything we said right now is not the avoda of machshava that I could actually grow with. The avoda of the machshava that he mentioned right now is just to stay away. It's a sur mirah avoda. So I'm not elevating, I'm not enhancing my experience of avodat machshava by making sure that I'm guarding everything, which is essential. I don't, I don't feel that I get, I don't feel that I've developed a new technique of thinking by just suppressing. Even though I know that I need to suppress those bad things. The sumira is essential. But I'm looking to then get to the place of, but no, no, I want to become someone that actually has learned to develop the art of strengthening holy and good thoughts. You understand the difference between the two? You, you with me? For instance, because we bring it up all the time, in the program, in AA, in the 12 Steps, on one level, it's a chash of, it's a crucial thing to make sure you stay clean. I have a friend, he's clean now six and a half years, maybe even seven years, and he's more miserable than he's ever been in his life. Miserable. Because what did he do? All right, it's okay, it's okay. It's just a Lubavitcher Rebbe, don't worry. <laughs> you know, it's fine. It's just, you know, the one that, 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 that changed the universe. Just keep learning. <laughs> yeah. No, no, all right, put it, put it for later. It's, it's okay. These things are very cheap, it's fine. So I have a friend that he's worked on the avoda of, of let's say, the machshava of, that's bad for me, that's bad for me, that's bad for me. Great. It's all bad for him. He knows what's bad for him. He's not doing what's bad for him. But he's the first to admit that because he hasn't really done the root work of meetings and of the steps and all the programming, what's that? He's not doing that. Therefore, he doesn't have the aliyah of the nefesh. Therefore, the soul experience of like, wow, life is beautiful, is not happening, even though he's clean. He's alive. But he's not doing the... So he's saying... It's, it's, I mean, it, it works here, this mashal, I think. He's saying, everything we said right now about avodat ha-machshava, that's just, that's, you haven't started yet to develop the, what this sefer is all about. That's true about all the svarim. This sefer is taking it to somewhere else. 
אבל לא זוהי עבודת המחשבה שיכולים לעלות על ידה המוזכרת בספרים הקדושים, כי היא רק שמירה שלא לטנף עצמו. How do you say לטנף? That's like the literal, that's the literal translation? No. Yeah. No. Tinu? Tinu is to disgust himself, right? עבודת המחשבה והעלייה על ידה היא רק על ידי מחשבה חזקה. כנ"ל אשר כל האיש עם התרגשויותיו בכלים. We're talking about something else. We're talking about a way of thinking that is not just about the moment of being strong and not falling in a bad thought. talking about something else. What are we talking about? Look what he says. Ubesefer HaKadosh Imre Yalimelech, my Abba's Sefer. I love when he does this. Because this he's saying, the PSSN's father, right? Rabbi Yalimelech of Gujizk. Those of you that have seen this in, my, in our house, that, for, that, that when you leave our house, you'll see the picture on the wall. It's a, it's a drawing of one of the only pictures we have of the PSSN's father. This is before the PSSN was even born. And it was at the wedding of the Anuka, the, the Karlin, of the, of the child in Karlin that got married. And you see in the imagery of the father of the Ish Kaidish, Rabbi Elimelech of Gujisk. He, he was married before, he had a few children, I think they died. No, the, the wife died, he had a Zivuk Shani, and then he had the Piyasetzner. The Piyasetzner became a Yosem, I think, at three years old, three or five years old. He's an older man. So when he quotes his father, it's a big cover. ובספר הקדוש אימרי אלי מלך, מכבוד קדושת אדוני אבי מורי, הרב הצדיק והקדוש זכר צדיק וקדוש לברכה, לחיי העולם הבא, פרשת בו, מפורש. שאותה המחשבה קדושה שחושב האיש רק לפעמים ורק זמן מועט, אינה נקראת עוד בשם מחשבה. Thoughts that blow in the wind, They're not called thought, real thoughts in this form. They're not considered to be under the category of a machshava. You can't do anything with those things. Thoughts are considered to be things that you've spent a lot of time pondering over. That's the category. That's what thoughts actually mean. To bring a Korban Ola? Uh, it, over here, it's not to bring a Korban Ola. Because here he's saying this in Parshas Bo. I don't think he's referencing a Korban Ola. But I think he's saying in terms of Avodat HaMachshava. The Avodat HaMachshava, we're saying we're not working here with thoughts that last five seconds, ten seconds. You can only work with thoughts that last for... But I maybe mean, it is the same thing with Korban Ola. Like, is it a thought... Let's say you have a bad thought in your mind. As long as you push it out right away, was that even a bad thought? Because then you didn't think about Interesting. it. Interesting. Right. Isn't that a hirhur? Right. More than a machshava. And, and I think the lashon there is hirhur lav machshava. What's the lashon of Chazal? Hirhur lav kemachshava dami, I think. So maybe it would, maybe you're right. Meaning... Because that could be like, that's like natural. It's natural to have that thought come in. But if it's separate, right. The question is, like, are you, are you reading that thought or are you like, yeah, not, you know, like... So, wait, so you're saying that, so that, so then that wouldn't be a Corbinola. Yeah, maybe it's rebuttal. Otherwise, we were saying like, oh, that's crazy, a Corbinola. All day long. A Corbinola, like... Yeah, All day long, right. Reading, yeah. <laughs> I'm but just no, bringing... It's, it's did, you, did, you, did you spend time on that thought or did you push it out? What do you think? I, I th- I Based on what he said. No, I, I don't think that you have to bring a Corbinola for on a here, right, right. So he's saying, probably not. But this is a good, you know, I, you're probably right. You just have to go look into this deeper. He's saying over here, if, I'm, if we're learning this correctly, 
that if there's nothing that you could actually work with, don't call that a machshava. It's not a machshava. It's just a, whatever, something else. Well, there it are, should work the, the flip side, meaning like if you have a, 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 a fleeting thought of something good, you should... Be able to work on... Yeah, yeah, he said that. Lo tuchalif olbo. Yeah, that's what he said. You should be able to. Just even good thoughts. You can't, those that come in and out, don't call those good thoughts either because if you can't do anything with it, those don't fall into the category of machshavot. They fall into another category. I don't know what it is. Moments. I don't know. We're going to say Yeshua. We all have thoughts that uh, we think about them and then we don't want to think about them and then they come back to us. And, uh, and, and they keep coming back to us because there's a charge. I mean, you could even say there's an electrical charge, but there's a charge. There's something, there's something there with that thought that is, there's a charge inside of me mm-hmm. and it keeps coming back. Um, and it can, can keep coming back the same day or it can, keep, it can come back the same week. But Because there's something, there's some kind of, well, I'm going to say it's an emotional charge, but it doesn't really matter. There's something there, there's some kind of mitan. Yeah. To the, some kind, something, this thought is sitting on something. That's a korbanola. Yeah, and yeah, so I'm so when I, right? I, yes, I, well, I don't know. Meaning, but, meaning, no, 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 the way that we're understanding it. Yes, yes. The, I, meaning those that don't have a mit'an, you say mit'an, uh, baggage, like a thought that doesn't have any emotional charge, it's fine to say that, he keeps on saying that. Those are not the ones that we're, that we're talking about. You can't use that to develop the work that he's talking about in this sefer. The mashrachar, but he does say what, what you can do. Look at this. Huh? Two of voltage, very good, yeah. Third line from the bottom. We're just going to finish this paragraph. We see by, remember who the Noam Elimelech is to him, right? Elter, Elter, Zaydi. We see throughout when he speaks about, when the Tzadik speaks about in matters of thought that a person should be thinking about. Al-Pirov, most of the time, lo amar lachshov bilvad. He doesn't just say, think about this. What lashon does he use? Rakalashon yedameh. Yetzayer b'machshavto. This is where the, this is where he got it from. What does the Piyasetzin Rebbe use always when it talks about world of machshava? Visualize. Visualize. Illustrate. Why? Because then you're taking a fling thought, right, in and out, and you say, oh, wait a second, if I could visualize it, if I could illustrate it, if I could literally draw it in my mind, that becomes something, boom, in my, then it's not a machshava anymore. Uh, it's not a machshava cholefet. It's actually a machshava. Now, this is very interesting. In the Bnei Machshava Tova, we learned, he paskin based on the Ravid. This was, I don't know who remembers this. There's a machlokas Rambam Ravid, if you can, if you can visualize Kisei covered. So the Rambam says, absolutely not. You can't visualize the, the Kisei HaKavit. It's Aser. Or to visualize God, godliness, right? You can, absolutely Aser. The Ravid says it's Mutter in order, the shame, Michu, like to be able to sense all the Torah you're learning and to bring down, to instill within you Midos V'chulei. So the Priyasetzner in B'nim Achshavatova keeps on telling the Talmudim there, listen, I know you're scared to do this, but you have the Ravid. You can lismoch on the Ravid that it's okay to do such a thing. But he develops it much further and he says, wait a second, what the Ravid permitted, and the gate that he opened for us, 
is basically the only way that we could take the avoda of machshava and stop being people that like anu yamenu anu machshavtenu that our thoughts are like passing shadows, and I can do something with it. How do I grab onto a thought before it leaves me? By going like this, oh, I want to think about you. No. It's never worked for anybody in a healthy way. Or, I don't want to think about you. No. <laughs> Much more than you were a second before. What does he say to do? He says, whatever that holy thought is, that moment is, re-illustrate, re-design in your mind sitting at the tish. Literally. Don't just remember... Reimagine. Reimagine. But re, no, no, but reimagine with a... Isn't like dimyon, like an imagination? Bevadai. Right? So you're Bevadai. Re-imagining. You're reimagining, but he says, let's say, yeah. Like, it's not yet to illustrate. Like, I would think of like a cartoon, like a, you know, like, start drawing what people were looking like. Bemet, don't just, don't just remember, oh, that happened. Oh, that felt good. Start with like a, like a, in, in caricatura, like a, you know, start illustrating to the best of your ability, draw up the scenario. With, with the power of your life, you really want to relive it, he says, then you take, then you take these moments and you actually are able to lengthen them, literally, and strengthen them within your consciousness. Now, what's the hardest, why is it hard to say this this week? Because if you're able to do this with Purim, you didn't, your Purim wasn't so good. <laughs> Meaning, if you're able to actually re-illustrate what your experience was at the Seuda, that means you were there too much, <laughs> you know. You have to look at pictures, maybe or something. Lo de Emma, lo de Emma. Some good videos. Some good. <laughs> well, this, is, this, yeah. is, this is the blessing and the curse of TV. Uh-huh. Of, of any, yeah, I was thinking any like. Rav Weinberger said, you know, taking a picture is it's choosing to take yourself out of the moment for a second, right? But on the other, you know, Rav Judah Michelle said it's beautiful to me. I have to find it because. The Lashon is very, very... I, I want you to see this. He sent me a few videos over... Um, over right after Purim. Rev Eli's brother. And, he, and it's beautiful pictures of him. I, we were sending each other of our suda and his suda. Beautiful pictures of him sitting with his children. And he wrote, he wrote me like this. There are moments. Sometimes it makes me nuts that Chevra, meaning me and our older kids, are taking pictures. And sometimes I'm grateful forever that there's physical proof that paradise exists on earth and that I'm actually in it. How deep is that? So if you're using the, the, you know, the technology of today in order to, like, for this avoda of, like, oh, my God, it, paradise exists on earth and I'm in it, then you're helping to strengthen the power of visualization that he's speaking about to a certain extent. To a certain extent, not like he's speaking about it. He's really tapping into something. Mamash, mamash, inside. Let's finish this. Top of the top of Lamed. Hey, You all know the famous tzetel. We learned this, the tzetel of the Rebbe Limelech of Lizhansk one year when we decided to do our Kivrit Tzadikim in Har Herzl. We went to Har Herzl. I don't know if any of the Chevre here, were any of you with us there? Yes, you were there. Yeah, Brennan, were you with us? Yeah, we went to Davin by the Tzadiki, by the Chayalim Akdushim. And over there we learned Rebeli Melech's Tzetel Katan, where he talks about what it means to jump in a furnace. Leman Shmo Ba'ava, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
to imagine it. Abraham Avinu. This is what Rebbe Melech says. Same language. Illustrate it. Draw it out. You're the producer right now. You're on the set. You're the director. Draw it up. Set it up. And you're also the character. והוא בשביל קדושת השם יתברך שובר את טבעו ומפיל את עצמו לאש על קדושת השם יתברך. That's what he says he's supposed to do by קריאת שמע. The PSS never said this also. To really say, ואהבת השם אלוקיך בכל לבבך, בכל נפשך ובכל מאודיך, the art of visualization of these matters is what brings about the feelings, the התרגשות הלב ואהבת השם אלוקיך. וכן בעוד בית אני קונטיניוס דה. וגם בהיהי רצון שקודם התפילה, תיקן בקודשו תפילה על זה. And this, Rabbi Elimelech also has a תפילה לפני התפילה, and he says like this, יהי רצון, right? תהא מחשבתנו זקה, צלולה, ברורה וחזקה. Our thoughts should be fine, refined, pure, clear and strong. עיקר גדול הוא זה. שתהא מחשבתנו זקה, צלולה, ברורה וגם חזקה. רב דוד, how does he translate there the last sentence? Our thoughts should be... Break your nature. After that? And cast yourself into the fire in order to sanctify God. After? Similarly in paragraph 2, Rebbeel notes to Akatan, and so forth, as well as the petition before prayer. Yeah, what does he say there? How does he translate it? May our thoughts be pure... Clear, lucid, and powerful. You can see that it is vital that our thought be pure, clear, lucid, and powerful. Mm-hmm. That's the avod of the machshava that he's speaking about. Like all this talk we've been having for months already about what he's talking about. Now he's giving. He's saying this is what it is. Like Yashem gave you the power, the koyach hadimion, the power of imagination to use it to choose what to spend more time on. So I think it's, a, it's now we're like a beautiful way to understand more the pinimius of what the kavana of this sefer has been and to help us in our avodas Hashem with olam hamachshava. So we should do this together. Why? Because we don't know how to do it. But the way that I illustrate something is different than the way that you illustrate something. I understand, but if we can create in our mind a technique, uh, if we can create in our mind that this is actually a possibility, Oh, I think we're doing that right now. But, but I hear what you say. If, if the Purim Suda is what's, you know, the Purim Suda sparks something. Yeah. You're not just like, wow, I love singing and dancing and now I'm high. Right. right. It, 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 instead it goes, wow, Hashem is so deep, Hashem is so amazing. So isn't that what you're supposed to think about? You're supposed like... Meaning, you're not supposed to think about, like, the Purim Suda. You're supposed to think, Purim Suda, okay, now that equals, like, Hashem is so high, there's no level like Him. And that's really because if you just think about, like, okay, I want to get back to the Purim Suda. That, you'll, no, you'll never get there. You'll never get there. That wasn't the nachon, nachon. That, just, that just sparked the thought. Nachon. And then nachon. probably, like, writing down the thoughts. That's why the Rebbe says in the beginning of Tzav Eziru's, in another Sefer, he says that if you don't document what your, experience, what your emotional experiences are in this world, they're like as if they didn't even happen. That's the pictures and videos, of course. 
I, I, I guess some would say, oh, see, see, we have that, because now I document it, right? That's what, you know? There's a power to it. Who, who still keeps diaries? It used to be when we were kids. I kept a diary for years. I met this, uh, this insurance agent I have that came from a cold call, a life insurance person. It's the craziest thing. Like, she's not, uh, not Jewish at all. She's sitting at my table. This is in Chicago. And she goes, do you know the rabbi? And I'm like, um, there's a couple. She's like, the, the one, in, the, the one in, the, in New York that you go to the grave. And I'm like, oh, the rabbi. The one you just uh, broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I felt the happy. I know, I know. Okay, it's, I'm it's, at, it's all because of Ari that. and I are old friends. It's all good. No, no <laughs> so, one's freaking. So, so she goes, um, she goes, yeah, I go, oh, the rugby. And she goes, yeah, and she takes out a picture. Not, she's 15 no way. years old, like Hispanic or something. And she takes out a picture of the rugby. And she goes, the rugby, he's changed my life. I go to the Ohel, she lives in Chicago. She goes to the Ohel four times a year. She says she's seen miracle after miracle. Oh um, and also what's, what's beautiful is she tells me that um, also since then, like she feels, which is, this actually gave me, um, this, uh, this helped me a little bit. She thought, she says that like she feels that she has to pray and she has to stay connected to God because when she does that, she feels she's actually helping other people. Mm-hmm. Like the world needs her prayers, kind of. So that's like a motiv- a motivator for her. But so she she writes a diary, and in the diary, it's kind it's all like think it's all thinking God. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like today was like such a great day. I did this and that. It was like thank you thank God you, for yeah. such an amazing day. Wow, yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> an insurance cold call. <laughs> is it is it crazy? <laughs> cold you. What's that? Called you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, she was. She started like, she was like crying like at my table, which was funny because it was her and her like African American sixty five year old like male uh, coworker or something. It was just like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.